Hey, what's up? And welcome to the Artist Exchange Radio Show here live only on BeExposedRadio.com. I'm having an awesome day. Um, two quick things, and then we're going to welcome an our guest that we have today, uh, author uh, Marcia Short. Uh, she'll be joining us shortly. Um, but I, I had a couple things that I wanted to bring up first. Um, I'm very afraid that I'm going to become a hermit and that I'm going to exist only in my home. Uh, <laughs> and I'm nervous because um, I've gotten my, and I've used like um, Instacart before or ordered from, got my deliveries, groceries. But normally when I was having an event and I would have stuff sent to wherever I was having an event to, or if I was teaching a culinary class, um, I would, um, have this stuff sent to the school or to the site where I was teaching, but I've gotten regular deliveries and all I do is go downstairs and get them. Um, and then the man who came yesterday, I got him delivered was no, this morning I got him delivered this morning and he gave me an idea. So now I'm going to use my, uh, uh, Ikea bags to get, to go downstairs. So I don't have to keep making trips. And then I'll just put them all in the bag in this. But um, don't get used to this. Um, I'm not. One, financially, it ain't it ain't working out. But uh, two, it just makes you lazy. Because I, I have not left out of the house in almost two weeks now. And that's a lot. But with that being said, um, two stories today. One, I'm going to talk about at the very beginning. And... Let me see what I sent him first. Oh, yeah. So the first story that I want to talk about is, so Will Smith and his team, they released some more footage and images of this um, reunion, 25th reunion that they have coming up. Um, And it is surprisingly a photo of both of the Aunt Vibs, the first one and the second one. And I feel like if this is possible, Anything in the world is possible. Um, first, Trump lost, yay, and now we get a photo of both of the envives um, on you. On uh, he released it on his uh, social media page, and we had gotten some teasers at the beginning of the, like midway through the summer, so where they had a sit down conversation, and we got to see some footage of them having a conversation, but now it's even more than this. And I don't even think that's the same thing that they had on. That may be the same thing that they had on. But um, this means that she's going to be a part of this process in some form beyond just that little snippet of a uh, image that we saw the two of them speaking. Um, so I hope that we get to see the whole cast do kind of a interview and a conversation on where they now and you know, maybe even talk about what happened. I think their conversation, um, Will Smith have had alluded at the time that that conversation was kind of them breaking the ice and kind of healing from years of um, not even going back and forth because Will Smith never said anything. It was more so the other people on the show saying, reporting back how they felt about it and then her going after them and then her going back and forth for all of them. But I'm very happy to see this. So, you know, I'm I'm saying to people that if this, you know, if this beef can be squashed, I don't want to see no more beefs on social media. 
because this <laughs> she had a she had a tight hold to what she was saying. So the fact that you know Will Smith probably was the bigger person, as he should have been probably, um, and went through and had a conversation, and now they're you know mending, or we will see what the mend was once they release. And I believe it's sometime in December when that um that uh i don't know is it like a documentary or a episode i don't know what it's really going to be i didn't really read up on it that much but i just saw the image and was like yes we're going to do this um and so shout out to will smith and the fresh prince of bel-air team and cast for pulling a miracle off um, yet again, Will Smith is really turning into Mr. Social Media, and that's really outside of what he has been. But I'm really, um, hey, Tonya, yes, exactly. I want to see all beef squashed, <laughs> all beef, beef squashed in this moment. But so during this pandemic, I have really gotten used to being by myself. I don't feel alone, but I have been by myself and I've been doing things that I don't normally do, like watch TV. Um, I've been binge watching a lot of TV, a lot of Netflix, a lot of HBO Max. What's the other one I had? Stars, um, YouTube. YouTube. I've always had an issue with YouTube, Um, (laughs) but um, I've been watching more content and there's been more interesting shows coming up. I've been seeing more representation um, and storytelling, and I'm loving it. So I really delved deep into it. Um, and I've actually started a separate podcast called Binge Worthy Podcast, where I talk a lot about um, a lot of things that are going on um, in terms of uh, how TV and film uh, kind of mirror life, the historical value of it, and impact, the social impact of it, and of course, the cultural impact of TV and film on us today. And it really is a a conversation between myself and my co-host, Mr. Uh, Oliver B. Um, We talk a lot about those three elements as it pertains to TV and film. And we've done two episodes, actually one episode drops tomorrow. Um, So stay tuned for that. Just go to the Facebook page at Binge Worthy Podcast and you'll be able to pick that up. Or you can go to my artist exchange uh, YouTube page and be able to um, find find new episodes on that. Just put in Artist Exchange, the Artist Exchange. Don't put in the radio show because then you'll get all the episodes, which you can. You can watch both of them. Uh, but we've dropped two episodes and we've had some really fiery conversations uh, about um, some, some interesting topics that a lot of this film and TV brings up. Um, and we've had some pretty heated conversations in the in the in the first two episodes, and uh, we have a show that I'm actually going to talk about next. The uh, good, the good place. Um, it really has been a journey with me watching because I don't get to consume this much. Normally, I'm in a theater rehearsal, directing or acting or stage managing one, so I don't really get to watch a lot because when I come home, it's sleepy time. You know, I'll put YouTube on. If I do put a movie on, it's just putting me to sleep. It's not really something that I'm investing in. Um, but It's I've so funny more- that you brought this up, though, because I just finished watching The Good Place the last season because I've been watching it when it was on TV, but I just I finished I watched last- all three seasons, though. It's four like, seasons. Over the weekend. 
I just I just finished season four. So it's it's four seasons. It's four seasons. Twelve. Okay, so I I must have caught myself up then. So I've watched the first three seasons Mm -hmm. of it, and when I say it was really good, I like that show a lot. (laughs) Really good. If you a person that I mean, I think people who are faith based can watch this. It's for people who who believe in a life after, who think about a life after. Um, it's not really gory death mm-hmm. or it's not heavy about death as it pertains to just being a good person. It is, and yeah. What does it mean to be a good person or are we being a good person just to get into a good place mm-hmm. after we die? So it was, it's funny. It's really good. And I think it has a great message on top of it being, being very funny. I only watched it for one reason. I'm not going to say what that one reason was, <laughs> but uh, uh, I actually got into the other castmates as well. Um, and I like Ted Danson. I, I always have loved him. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really was, it was, I, I surprisingly, I, I started watching the first couple episodes and before I realized that it was the end of the day and I had watched most of it. Um, and then I went into the next day and watched the other seasons, but I didn't realize it was four seasons. So I had to go back and now I got another season to watch, but I watched, up into when they were going into the extra good place. <laughs> like after they got tired of the infiniteness of heaven, they went into like this other place. So does the fourth season talk about what the other place is? Oh, the real good place. That's what you're talking about. The real yeah. good place. Because they weren't actually in the good place in the, in the in, for the whole show. They were in the bad place acting as the good place. But then they got to the good place. Yeah, though. some of I, I I really I fell asleep on the last couple of episodes because it was four o'clock in the morning. But um, yeah, well, you know some what? of them then decided that they had done season, enough man. and then decided to go to the real good place. See, I, I then I must have watched all four seasons then because I and didn't even realize. Yeah, it. it's only twelve se- twelve episodes per season, so it's real easy to get you know. Yeah, and then the way it transitions, you really just go right into it's the, the next. St- the story continues exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I love the fact that it wasn't all over the place. Like they kept the story going. They didn't really had cliffhangers complex. at the end of their seasons. It wasn't real cliffhangers, right? And even if you went from one season to the next, it really just picked off where it left off. Right, because I, I think season two and season three were actually all one season, but they separated yeah, they it. Separated it. Yeah. yeah. That's why I probably felt that way. So I must have watched all four mm-hmm. because at the at the end of the season I was watching, they all one by one were finished with heaven and was going into the next. The real they were going into the real good place. Yeah, right, right. So that's so that must have been season four. So yeah. that's I watched all of it then. Yeah, it, okay, yeah, because in season four, one by one, they all decided to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they all end up there. So I guess if there's going to be a fifth season, we're going to see what the real good place is. I don't think there is going to be a fourth season because um, Veronica, Mm -hmm. I think that's her real name. Anyway, but she's going, Veronica Mars is supposed to be coming back. Her original show. The main main character girl, the blonde. Well, she, well, she did good with this one Mm because this was, this was really good. And I Ted dancing at the end, he got to become a human, so he went to to Earth. See, I, I, I missed all of that then, because I, oh, I, I fell asleep right at the end of season four, so don't worry. I'll, I'll catch up. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, well, I just spoiled it for you, but that's what happened. <laughs> but uh, the podcast, we talk about things like this, and this is going to be on probably like, 
episode five or six where we we do it. So check that out again on Facebook, Instagram, um, uh, YouTube. You can follow it. It's not live. We just put new episodes out. We tape them, pre-record them, and put new episodes out. And it's really interesting because me and uh, George are two different people, and we get into it. We got into a heated conversation over um, Queen and Slim on episode <laughs> on episode two. And we forget that other people may be listening to this. So we got into a real argument. But um, we have an interesting show today. Um, Miss, shout out to Patricia Johnson. Um, she had a, 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 a festival that she did every year for authors. And we on Be Exposed got to interview a number of the authors. And I've been, met some really cool people uh, through that. And She's bringing me one more author, Miss uh, Marcia Short. So we're going to add her to the conversation and wait on that. And then we're going to talk about her new book and and who she is and all that jazz. How you doing? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Oh, her, her audio is loading. So while her audio is loading, um, this is Miss Marcia, Marcia Short. She's an author. She has a, a book coming up, actually. Um, and we'll be talking a little bit about, well, a lot about the book, um, him. Um, and we'll be talking a little bit about who she is as an author and, and what can we expect from subsequent uh, books. So how are you doing today, Miss Marcia? I'm doing quite well. You're doing good. Um, I haven't gotten my book yet. So I'm going to just be transparent up front. I have not gotten it yet. Uh, but I, once I get it, I'm going to definitely do a follow-up and a review okay. on the book. Um, I think mail was just... Slow. Mail. <laughs> I'm, tired of, I'm tired of cussing out UPS Don't customer do service. Don't do, and, Don't do it. Oh, I've already done it. So <laughs> I'm not going to do it over this. But No. Okay. So, so how are you doing today, Miss uh, Marcia? I'm wonderful today. Um, it's been a lovely day today. I'm just excited about being on um, the show. And I want to thank you so much for this opportunity to be able to share um, on the show. Again. So I'm, I'm sorry you couldn't come to the actual station. Normally we're at the station, but of course, because of quarantine, we want to remain safe. But okay. I love rolling over, logging in and talking to guests. That's that's my favorite part now. Well, <laughs> uh, but first, first of all, tell us a little bit about who you are uh, okay. and then we'll get a little bit into the book and then we'll go forward. Okay. My name is Marcia Gathers and um, I'm an author and inspirational speaker. I do conferences. I've written several books, but him healing inspirational messages is mm. my, for daily living okay. is my um, latest um novel well it's not a novel but my latest book so how many other books have you written i've written two other books mm -hmm. what's what, what's the process for you in terms of um writing well my process is this first of all i, I seek god about okay. um the direction that he wants me to take mm -hmm. and then from there I do a little research. I, I'm a, I like talking to people. I like one-on-one um, -on -one upfront conversations with people, right. intimacy, getting to know them and their feelings and what is going on with them. And so from that, I, I base my writings on that. Um, I mm -hmm. like to um, focus on um, 
the holistic approach of healing people mm-hmm. um, spiritually, physically, mentally. And I think that writing is um, a good venue to do that. So um, that's what I focus on. That's the steps I take. And, and I, go from I, I'm telling you, um, Patricia Johnson, Miss Guru of authors and such, she has brought me several authors, and I've never heard an author say that they like the actual interaction with people in terms of being part of their process. Normally, authors are like off to themselves, more so observing and then going into their cave of writing and such. But that's the first time that I've heard that in probably a long time that they actually like to communicate. Well, I think um, in communicating with people, you you really get to know where they are and what the need is. And people tend to open mm-hmm. up more when you are in that intimate setting with them. Right. And um, they kind of feel more comfortable. So it has been a, a, a great way of approaching for me. It may, and I think it makes the, the self-help world of books or the inspirational world of books, uh, either way you call it, um, I think it's it. Your approach will make it more authentic, yes. because most times people write either from personal experiences and make it a general statement, or they uh, they have not experienced it and have not talked about people. It's just something that they've observed or saw was a you know a hot topic. But that, in my opinion, will make your book more authentic because you've actually had the conversations, you've had the tough part. Of, yeah. of, of research, you actually have done the research beyond just studying it or googling um, issues. In um, your previous books, what were the subject matter? Well, the subject matters in my first book, uh, I talked a lot about um, some tragedies, tragedies that I faced in my life, and mm-hmm. the tragedy that a lot of us have experienced. Some of the tragedies and how. Um, you know, you, you sometimes you want to give up, but just trusting God to get you through it and and, and just leaning on him and um, being real with your feelings and all and knowing that you are not the only one that's going through it. Mm-hmm. Um, in my second book, I talked about winning over those things, over the things that has caused you to um, be standoffish or hurt or, mm-hmm. you know, just the go trauma. through a lot of stuff and how to you know, apply things to your life that will get you moving forward. Mm. Is it when you, when you are writing from such a, uh, I want to say personal, but from a real place, because you're talking to people, you've probably written a little bit of your story in it. Um, how do you, how do you decide what to put in and what to keep personal or keep private? Well, again, I really do a lot of seeking from the Lord, you know, okay. and I, um, I, I try to look at it from a, not just my perspective, but, um, you know, I try to search the heart, you know, mm-hmm. search the heart of, of people. And, um, I find that sometimes you can't share a lot of stuff because it gets overwhelming. So you have to know what point to stop at, what point to begin and what point to stop at. 
Right. Because if you're overwhelming people and not and, and, and I think also you have to give them a solution, some kind of solution or reprieve, not just say all these tragic things or share all these things. But what is next? What do I do now? How can I get out of this? What, what kind of help can I get from this? And being realistic, knowing that um, once you um, be realistic, um, I found that um, in my writing, it was deliverance for me. Because sometimes you go through stuff and you say, you, you realize you went through it and it's just kind of like settled there. But to actually talk it out, I think that's where your deliverance come and that's where you can get help to move on yourself and also help people to move on. Mm. After, um, really after, and I'm, I want to say, I probably interviewed from Ms. Johnson's uh, uh girth of authors, maybe over 30, I want to say over 30 of mm-hmm. her authors. And mm-hmm. in that mind, in that period, I've met many of them and I've kind of grew close to a couple of them. Mm-hmm. And I've started the process. I've been encouraged to kind of write my story. And I'm telling you, the hardest part is not, I only want to say deciding what's a write about, mm-hmm. but um, that, that real, look in the mirror conversation right. that you have to have with yourself before putting your personal business out. And I've mm. actually started the process of, well, I'm in the process of writing the book right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it was very difficult, the relationships that I spoke about, mm-hmm. because for me, I wanted to not necessarily get their permission, mm-hmm. but to um, have that conversation in terms of warning them that mm-hmm. this this may be in the book and this is and it's from my perspective i'm not telling your story i'm right, right, right. i'm telling mine mm-hmm. but it it definitely um uh it is it's hard getting through that point because then the initial confrontation i don't what if they tell me not to write the story or what if they don't want that included and how do I navigate that is that has that ever been an issue for you well one of the things I I said to myself well I had to learn this that everybody has an opinion and if you start asking you know could should I do this or worried about what people think if you just go from the heart and right. you'll you you um you'll um how can I say this you uh commit it to mm, what okay. you feel and what you believe. And you have to remember that is your story. Some people are going to accept it and some people are not, mm-hmm. you know, but if you be true to yourself and in what, and, and, and keep with the foundation that you're writing on, you know, stick with that right. and, and don't get discouraged um, because it, it takes a while to do this. And, and some days you'll have like a burst of, okay, I'm going to write this. I'm just going mm. on. And then you'll have that dry spot where it's like, I can't do nothing here. What is going on here? You so know, that part, that <laughs> part had, was the basis only because of some of the things that I wanted to talk about. Yeah. The words just wouldn't come. So I had to find a creative way to get them out. And, and, and sometimes it, it's not the right time. To, mm-hmm. to and and I found that writing smaller books, okay, um, because what happens is if if you write a a big book like with all mm-hmm. of this you know stuff in it, sometimes you know people. 
they really want something for right then and there. And if you have this big book in front of them, it's like, okay, I started reading on Sunday and I got to page 30. Mm. And what did I learn? I mean, what I got to go back and read. And then you look at this book and it's just so overwhelming. And another thing is that you don't want to put everything in one book because you won't have nothing to write about in your second book. <laughs> no, if you yeah. if you're trying to stay on a certain, you know, wavelength yeah. or or subject or, or whatever, if you're trying to pinpoint a specific thing, you want to write a little bit at a time, just enough to have people to come back and say, okay, that I was want more. Yeah, I want a little bit more. So you so you are thinking on the business side as well, and and most times you don't really. Um, you don't get authors that's thinking about the business outside of just selling the book. Um, and then a lot of, I've read a lot of books where they tried to put everything in with the kitchen sink. So I have a stack of books that I've been reading. Um, and uh, I'm about to add him to that timeline as well. And you will give me the, the, the other two titles and I'll definitely order them. Okay. Uh, and it, it, it just amazes me how much we have to say. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm a big Iyanla Van Zandt, Terry McMillan, Maya Angelou. Right, I love reading those types of books that kind of tell our story and, and teaches us a lesson at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I find that a lot of authors right now are just trying to write salaciousness, but you still have a big population of authors that are just trying to get their story out. And I, I love the, you know, people like Patricia Johnson who have given authors so such sweet. a platform to be oh, able to goodness. share their work. Because a lot of authors right now, because it's flooded with so much salaciousness, mm-hmm. they don't often get the space and opportunity to be able to share their story. How important has it been for you to simply tell your story? Uh, it has been very, very important for me. Like I said earlier, it has been a healing process for me and continued healing process for me and for others. Um, I've met a lot of people, um, not just through writing the books, but just helping them to be able to be free mm-hmm. because we have so much inside of us that we have been carrying and carrying. And, you know, now the world is a little more open, but before mm-hmm. now, you know, people are just carrying all this heavy weight. And so they don't even know themselves. They mm-hmm. can't even help themselves before they can help somebody else. So if you give people the opportunity to talk, because people want to talk, not only talk, they want someone to listen to them right. and, and not, you know, try to put them in a category with everyone else. So my model is common folk. Mm, mm-hmm. ordinary people to the world but yet extraordinary to god see we are all extraordinary and so we have to know that we are all on the same le- wavelength and when people get that notion that hey i need to get this out i need to you know be able to talk about this and 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 i'm not the only one then it makes it a little easier for people to live are you a minister or, or are you I'm a servant of the living God. I don't, I don't have a, I don't go by titles, but I do minister. I've ministered in the Baltimore city, um, um, detention center. I do street ministry and things like that. So I do speak, I do do bring forth the word. 
So was the so writing books was that to further amplify that message or and get it outside of that circle of, of where you have been working in in for the for the amount of years? Yes. Um I, I, I love I actually love going in the streets. I mm. love people. I like I like reaching people where they are. Right. I sort of like go after the quote unquote the underdogs or the people that that are not mm. necessarily recognized and um just want to show people love and how special they are and you know just show them how to tap into their gifts on a common level mm. not trying to impress people or be like anybody else just be yourself and use the gifts that God has given you to 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 use everybody have gifts so right. when you recognize your gift and you start sharing some of those things that you think people are when you, you when you move away from that, then mm-hmm. that's when you can really, you know, be yourself. And you need that you need to be able to talk and express yourself. What advice would you give to first time authors uh that may be thinking about writing their book or writing a book? I would give the, the advice the advice that I would give them is stick to what you have purposed in your heart. Mm -hmm. Don't read too many books and try to get too many ideas. Just get what is relatable to you. Take Mm -hmm. your time. Don't be anxious and um, quick, quick, quick. Cause sometimes, like I said, you have that dry spell and you may, you may get the idea of a book. This year uh-huh. and next year, you may be still working on that book, but that's yeah. okay because God will give you different things and, and, and then you'll get ideas and stuff like that. So you just have to take your time and don't, don't be discouraged. Right. I definitely and stay away you know, from the naysayers. Right. I've had some um, editors that I have worked with in the past that were really rushing and trying to get out of me. Um, something that was more commercially driven in terms of what my story was mm-hmm. versus me writing my mm-hmm. honest truth as if it wasn't more, my honest truth wasn't interesting enough. So I always tell authors uh, or people that I come across it, you know, I've been working on this book forever and it's taken many different forms because of who I was listening to in mm-hmm. that moment. Um, and even the engineer, mm-hmm. not engineer, but the uh, editor that I have today, um, it's more so a relationship. So I built a relationship with that person first before I right. even decided to jump back into the project. And it's it's been an ordeal because it's more so your real life and on pages for other people to own or other people to take uh, and listen and read it. Um, so uh, mm-hmm. in terms of you choosing uh, to be, uh, were you, well, before I even ask that, have you always been a writer or was that something that you, decided to do at this point in your life? Well, I um, first started writing, believe me, think about, think, thinking about writing, I believe it, it was in 96. Mm-hmm. And um, the Lord was giving me, I started writing poetry because I write poetry. And I okay. started writing poetry and I started, I was doing street ministry at the time. So what I was doing is framing my poetry, putting it in, you know, different frames and things that 
that people on the street could use to encourage them. And then I was, mm-hmm. you know, doing it for birthdays and things like that. Mm-hmm. And um, it was just so much. So like you said, you have so much. And um, so that's how I started um, as a young girl or whatever. I didn't say, well, I'm going to be an author when I grow up. You know? oh, okay. But what inspired me, what propelled me was because of all the things that I had experienced in my life. Okay. You know, and being grateful to be able to stand and talk about those things and, and see the deliverance in my life and see how it can help someone else. So mm-hmm. that that was my inspiration. So it's been years um, that I had been actually writing poetry and, and, and writing different things, but to actually put it in a book, mm-hmm. you know, it just um, started a couple of years ago. Where do you where do you think being an author will take you? Well, where do you where do you see being an author taking you? Well, I I see me being an author. um, I see it taking me reaching to reaching people of of diverse um, environments, personalities um, Mm -hmm. in the business world, in the corporate world, in the just everyday. Um, settings. I just see it being an exposure to so many people and meeting the needs. That's that's my focus is mm. um, helping people to be holistically healed and not necessarily being really deep or anything. Just basic, common, um, everyday life. Mm-hmm. Teaching people how to navigate through life with a simple word. Like him is a simple, simplistic book. Um, it's not complicated. If every page in this book, you can find something to meditate on that will help you through a particular situation. So it's not something that you just read right through. This mm. is a book that it shows you that everything that you need is in him mm. in some way or another. And, um, so I think it's this is this going to take me to a platform where people can see that they are important. Can not you, based, I'm sorry. Can you give us a, a, a excerpt on in the book or give us a sample while she's doing that? Please take a couple moments. Share this out if you're listening. Um, thank you to all the individuals at Robin. And I think your friend Robin is on the line. She is giving you all the love in this moment. <laughs> Uh, she says a book is not much or too overwhelming. It shares in the liberty of trusting your process and whatever you are going through. Um, and I, I love, I, I first started reading Iyanla Van Zandt in terms of a self-help inspirational book. And I love books of that caliber now because often we need guidance. Mm-hmm. Um, and these books don't necessarily tell you what to do, but it gives you kind of options and it gives mm-hmm. you kind of, a roadmap to kind of steering your, yourself in, mm-hmm. in, in terms of living life and such. But uh, definitely continue to share, like, uh, add your friends to this. i uh, let people know about author Marcia Short and her new latest Marcia book. Gathers. Uh, Marcia Gathers. Mar- oh, I, I said it wrong. It's Gathers. Oh, like Gathers. To, like Together We Are. Oh, okay, Gathers. <laughs> okay. Uh, Marcia Gathers. Um, and you can, can we find you on social media or how yes. can people contact you? I am on Facebook. I am on um, Messenger. My email address is Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, power, 
32 okay. at gmail.com. And um, you can reach me through those venues, um, social media. And that's and how do people buy the book, purchase the book? Well, they can purchase the book on PayPal. Um, they okay. can um, message me. They can, of course, get it at Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd rather you get it from me. Um, okay. But if you go to my, it's a link, and I can give you that link. It's okay. HTTP colon forward slash forward slash PY dot P one slash V U B S one. And I can send you that link. I can, mm-hmm. it's posted on my, fo- on my fa- Facebook page as well. Okay. So when, once she sent me that, I'll post that on our social media. So okay. people will have the information on how to purchase the book. Um, in terms of, um, in terms of what's next. So in this series of uh, inspirational books, what, what do you have next? Or is there something? Oh, wait, wait. But you had an excerpt first before we yes. get to that point. I'm going to share uh, this expert excerpt. It's on page three. It's called Hope. Okay. And it talks about hope. It said, what is hope? Or how do you define hope as it pertains to your specific challenges and what you face in life? Mm-hmm. For some, hope is a word or state of being that does not exist. Okay. It is a vague fog of uncertainty. When one thinks of hope, it's looking toward the future, whether it means the next minute, hour, day, or year. It is the future, and it is a change in time that we will not see again. So you still write in poetry in a poetic way in terms of inspiring people. I, I I like when a message is real direct and to the point. What do you want people to get from this book? Well, I want them to see the love of God. Mm-hmm. I want them to, to, to see that if they're, because there's things in here that pertains to anger, you know, um, if you're feeling um, discouraged, angry, lack of love, um, if, you, um, if you're grieving. So that was just like a poetic uh, type thing. And it, and it also gives you an opportunity to think about it. You know, it talks mm-hmm. about forgiveness and faith and um, hope and love and finding peace. And there are scriptures in here. There are prayers in here. There's thankfulness and things to be grateful in here. It's, it's, it shows you how to encourage yourself because you even mentioned yourself that you was worrying about, well, what will people think or whatever? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, after, it's how do you encourage yourself in here? So it's, a, it's, it's not just it's full of just full of poetry. It's just prayers, hope. For, it's, it's just a lot of, but it's a short book. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a common book. It doesn't have a lot of big words in it. So okay. it's for everybody. Everybody can relate to this. You know, how, how do you, or, you know, most now we're, we're seeing a, a space where authors are becoming workshop facilitators um, in terms of how they present their book, especially when you're dealing with self-help uh, authors uh, mm-hmm. or inspirational authors, rather. Um, how how do you want this book to be workshopped or how do you see it being workshopped? Well, I, I definitely going to do a workshop because I've done um, workshops on all of my books and I continue okay. to do that. A workshop, a Bible study, a ministry, uh, okay. uh, just, a, um, you know, a conversation piece. Um, so definitely it will be used as a workshop. 
Okay. It will be used as um, in my conferences. If, if this COVID wasn't going on right now, and I probably would be, I know I would, would have had a conference mm-hmm. on this pertaining to this. And in the conference, it'll just be a lot of different things in it. So it will be going that route. Well, let me know if you, you're looking to do something virtually like that. I can uh, definitely I definitely help will. You. I am looking to do something um, mm-hmm. virtually like that and um, real soon, but not anxious for anything, you know, just <laughs> taking my time and, mm-hmm. you know, seeing, you know, what's the best about to do it. Um, it and it's so, and, and I'm, I'm interested right now, you know, during this pandemic, because I think we're moving into month number nine now, mm-hmm. or I think we're already in month number nine. It's time is just everywhere yes. right now. But in terms of everything that's been going on between the the election and pandemic and being in the in your home more. How has your writing been in this this process? Oh, this it has really been a good process for me because mm-hmm. um I was able to take the time and and um read and med and I'm doing myself, I'm doing meditations. My husband and I are doing meditations out this book. And it has okay. really been a great help to us um to keep us focused and and even with my family members and everything. It so this this time, I believe this book him is for such a time as this because mm. there's so many people that are hurting. We're going through life just running and, you know, like say like we're on a highway, just driving all fast, all out of whack and everything. And I believe that God wants to show us, slow us down and put us on cruise control so we can focus on him and listen to what he wants us to do. Um, you know, that not just for, Christians, but for everybody to just be slowed down a little bit and 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 understand and use wisdom mm-hmm. and watch, listen, wait, and learn from the things that's going on. We got to listen very carefully and we got to see from a, 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 a natural and a spiritual sense. We just have to wait and see what is the next step and then use wisdom to do that. So I think that this book is for such a time as this, because it's, it says healing Mm. inspirational message for daily living daily. I think daily, everybody needs to be healed and encouraged from something every day, no matter how small it is. We need that. It's, It's definitely, um, somewhat of a writing prompt for how to live your life. Right, um, and it, it really allows us. Uh, affirmations are powerful snippets of wisdom that can kind of get you through a moment and yes. kind of focus you on just getting through this. And that's it, what this is snippets. Right? Because you know, in our normal life, we were all over the place and always on the go. But right now, for me, I've taken a moment. Most of my work, well, all my work, really. Uh, teaching, podcasts, all that is from home right now. So I'm getting an opportunity to be with myself and mm-hmm. not necessarily have to necessarily go outside and interact uh, or the day-to-day life. And as an artist, most of my stuff is paused anyway. Uh, but uh, it's definitely been necessary to kind of find moments to meditate uh, right. and kind of put yourself on a schedule to meditate. So your book will probably be a great asset to people who's looking okay. for that routine again. Um, yeah, I, I, that's what I'm looking for. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that people will will get into 
um, being able to meditate and really come to know themselves, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and really have that time to rest. Because we, like you said, and I said, you know, we're, we're so busy. We don't even have to sit down. We can't even sit down. Some of us, and, and, and I'm using the term lightly, mm-hmm. we can't even sit down for about five minutes, 10 minutes without doing something. We sit down, we jump back up. Oh, I got to do this. I got to do mm-hmm. that. I got to go this place. And I gotta, so now, like I said, I, I think we're in a waiting and while we're waiting, we're, we're it's not just waiting and just doing nothing, but we're learning new mm-hmm. things. I've I've learned some things in this this pandemic time, pandemic time, <laughs> you know, just settling down and listening to the quiet. We gotta quiet our minds, you know? Mm. And 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 when we quiet our minds, and there's another section in here about serenity as well, you know, and but you know, when we quiet our minds, then we'll be able to be released from from some of the the stresses that we face because sometimes we people are stressed out and don't even know that they're stressed. You know, yeah. they they think stress is okay. I got to take some pills. I got to do, this. but you know, you can have that inner. You got to fix it. Yeah, yeah, you know. So it's um. But but sometimes that quiet, uh, we often feel like that quiet is is deafening. Some people look at it as deafening and. We don't know what to do with quiet. I know even for me, I'm a I'm an introvert by nature, but this span of time has seemed like, you know, it seems so loud, even in the silence, it seems so loud because oftentimes spent alone or by yourself, we often are looking for something to do. And that's that was me as an artist. I was always trying to find a new mm-hmm. project, trying to figure out, you know, mm-hmm. what to talk about or what guests. I was trying to fill up the, the void that was missing from the everyday normal life that we once had. Um, and it, it really has been a, a struggle uh, to mm-hmm. just be still, just be yes. still and mm-hmm. just focus on that moment. Um, how, how has your book or how can your book help us with this, that stillness and, and, and being patient within the stillness. Okay. Like I, as I was saying earlier, this book, you know, it has different scriptures in it and it okay. teaches you how to meditate on those scriptures and apply it to your life, you know, okay. apply it to your situation because, you know, um, sometimes, you know, we, you know, some people read the Bible and some people don't, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But when we're reading the Bible, you know, reading scripture, it's not for us just to just read it. We 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 are we need to learn how to apply right. what yeah. we learn. And it's also things that, you know, other things in here that are, you know, not just the word of God, but learning how to apply uh things and 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 be able to get solutions and i talked about that earlier you know what is the solution how do i do this how do i learn how to sit down and be quiet and meditate and Mm. and and focus and how do i move from this place to the next place how do i transition see this is a time of us for us to learn how to transition from a lot of things you know the Mm. things that we, we used to do and even in our personal homes you know a lot of times when you know before the we didn't spend a lot of time some people weren't having that quality time with their family members you know husband and wife or whatever you know Mm -hmm. because you go to work when you come home you know you you have about uh, two hours or so 
and mm-hmm. then you, you're getting ready for the next day. But now you got all this time. And so people are having now to learn how to live in their homes mm-hmm. with, with the with their yeah. relatives, their family and stuff. So this is, like I said, we're learning from this, you know, right. and it's a process. And we just we're being processed through. And I, I believe that him is the process. It tells you how to go through the process from every aspect of, you know, what you may be facing with today. And that was odd <laughs> throughout this whole, I've been doing my show throughout the whole pandemic. And that's been something that I've said repeatedly. I had to make my home home. Yes. And part of that process was me just being still and deciding one, what did I want to do? Right. How was I going to take this time that I have in this moment? And, mm-hmm. and a lot of that can sometimes be from a place of not understanding or not mm-hmm. knowing of really what it is that you have in this moment. Mm-hmm. So that that meditation time is very significant and it's very important because you can jump out there and do something totally outside of yourself. You know, if I didn't okay. take the time to just be still, mm-hmm. I could have been many of those people who have transitioned on or who may be on a ventilator right now or, you know, somebody who's, you know, sick at home, mm-hmm. you know, living by myself. It really was important for me to just, be still. And I kept, and I, I didn't, I heard the voice say, be still. I heard, you mm-hmm. know, the, the lessons in being still, but I didn't, I had never applied it mm-hmm. to my everyday life as much as I've applied it now. And this would be the craziest time to just be still. We would think, but mm-hmm. it's the most important time when you, so you don't make a rash decision. You're not trying to be outside. Like a lot of people are, you're not trying mm-hmm. to, you know, just be with people when, mm-hmm. This was your moment to kind of reset and repurpose and reorganize uh, your life and your mindset, the way you think, the way you feel, mm-hmm. your interactions with people. You know, and I'm, I'm quite and I'm just wondering what it was like to be in a house full of people in this moment mm-hmm. um, and, and, and not taking that time to just be still. Um, see that term that term be still and in the being still is not that you're not doing anything yeah. you're being still but you're learning you're mm-hmm. you're learning how to do different things and you and you and and you you you're having quality time so Listening. there's a you know, your mind is being refreshed mm-hmm. and, and, and you're, you, you know, you're having time to do some of the things that you thought you couldn't do. Mm-hmm. And you're just learning how to do different things. And, yeah. and, and, and that's the, that's the, that's the, that's the waiting. That's the um, being still learning how to do different things mm-hmm. and to um, that'll work for you um, at this, at this point. So that's that's so powerful. So I I thank you for being an author who did not uh, wasn't fearful of writing that style of truth mm-hmm. and 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 reaching out to actually help somebody get through these moments because we're living in a space right now where we used to live in a, a world where uh, art imitated life. And right. now life is imitating <laughs> art yeah. in terms of you watching TV shows that are reflecting the moments that we're in right now versus, you know, us living a life and TV being created from that. But mm. now the TV shows are coming as a precursor to what's about to happen. Right. And we're not catching a message, you know, anyway. And I think God and, and, and our higher beings are, are trying to tell us, pay attention. Yes. Like I'm yes. trying to give you insight on what's coming up. 
and how to prepare yourself. And many of us are missing it because we we're too busy trying to be busy bodies and do something with ourselves. And I think, like I said, I think God has just put everybody on this on the same plane. You know what yes. I'm saying? Everybody mm-hmm. are looking for answers. And, you, you you know, it's like you have to listen. You have to trust in, in, in someone that's higher than man, because it's just like you got to listen. You got to learn. You got to wait. And yes. Um, yes. We, like we were just all over the place. So now is the time of resting our minds and learning. Mm. what to do and just again applying what we learn we need we need solid foundations you know mm. we need solid foundations to build on because we've been trying to build on other stuff and you see it's all crumbling now you know I, yeah i've been it's, saying that for for throughout this it, yeah. this is is and we've been in a season of uh churches and spirituality and religion being being exposed mm-hmm. for the the fleshly foundation that yeah. it's been sitting on mm-hmm. and i think right now it it further forced the church to be as authentic as possible mm-hmm. because you have many pastors trying to get people back into the building of a church versus using the platform right here to expand and tell the exactly. tell the message and give the message and it really has been important to me to only tap into content and i've been able to like on Sundays, go from this service to this service, from the comfort of my being. And it's not about the comfort or the convenience, but you're able to hear the message directly. And everybody can hear the message and it's not a forceful thing. Right. So that's, that's, Mm -hmm. that's what, that's the beauty of it because people have to realize that the church is not necessarily a building. It's Mm -hmm. in you. Right. You know, and, and if everybody is on the same wavelength, you know, when you home, um, you don't have to worry about, oh, how do I look? Or, mm-hmm. you know, can I wear this? Or can I wear that? And this yeah. and that other. You have time to come to the message when you want to. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? When you yeah. wanna come, want to come to the message, you have a chance. So it's, it's like I said, it's it's a way of whether you a people person or a person that's not, then you have the opportunity to listen and move at the pace mm. that you want to move at, mm-hmm. you know, it's not a forceful thing. So I think right. that, um, like I said, it, it, God is, you know, for such a time as this, all yes. of us can learn. And, and, and I see, and I hope I'm not, we're not getting off of the, the no, this is, this is about you and the message that you okay. had. And so I see no now that, that the people, in spite of, you know, some of the, you know, the, the evil or violence or whatever, I, I see that there's a lot more unity, you mm. know, now. I mean, like anybody can get food now, just that simple. I, I mean, before people were really hungry and starving for food and couldn't, you got to fill out all these forms and yep. things like that. Now mm-hmm. you can just go about any place you're getting good food. And, and that's why I say a holistic approach for healing. People are being built up spiritually, physically. They're mm. being shown how to eat nutritious meals. They're being shown how to um, um, communicate with one another. Mm. And all of these things are taking place. And so it's, 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 we're learning some things. We're, we're learning how to be patient. We're learning how to, to, to go 
in different environments. And it's a lot that we're learning from this. And like I said, we all need healing, healing, a holistic approach. And mm -hmm. that's what like this book is offering little snippets on how to heal to holistically. It's a, it's amazing. And I, I can't wait to, to delve into it. Um, and, and just be expecting a, you know, a message. Cause I like to talk to the author once I've gotten to finish the book too, cause I always have questions, mm -hmm. but it, I think we're in a space where this type of literature, this type of um, messaging is necessary because we're being bombarded with so many different options right now. Right. We need a, 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 a tuned eye and a tuned ear and a tuned heart you know, in spirit to be able to discern what, what, sh where shall I go and what should I do and mm -hmm. what's next and who do I listen to, you know, and really, you know, at the end of the day, how are we treating each other? Exactly. You know, that's the basis of every religion in the world. Mm -hmm. How do we treat each other? And it's right now, yeah, we're seeing how, how freely love can be giving without boundaries. Right. And, mm -hmm. and you're saying, you know, everybody now has these setups where they're giving away boxes of food on a weekly basis. Mm -hmm. People aren't going to be hungry. We should never go to a space again where people are hungry. Exactly. exactly. And, you know, even the people who are now on the streets, we should not have that. When we have the capacity to give like this, where did you find all that food at for this? It's always been there. And that's what I'm saying. It's always been there. And everybody mm -hmm. is being put on an even plane now. Yes, you know, yes, those yes. persons who had an abundance of stuff, you know, what can they do with it now but give it away? Yes. You yes, know, yes. but give it away. And I, I just want to say this. I'm not going to get a go into a Bible study or go, you know, in the, I, I'm in the, not, you know, I was raised Acts, right. In the book of Acts, they talked about when um all the people in the book of Acts, they put all of their stuff into the church, if you would. And mm -hmm. everybody were, were able to pick and get what they needed, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. on a, and see, that's what's happening now. You know, the needs are being met without yeah. Uh, people um, scrutinizing or, or judging or whatever, yes. you know, everybody mm -hmm. needs are being met. So yeah. if, you, if you really take a good look at what's happening, you know, it's all, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's being some good things are being done. And like I said, it's, it's all in him, you know, it's mm -hmm. in him. And, and I thank God for the title of this book him because mm -hmm. we need to focus on him and and what he's telling us to do and yes. and those and we need to show others the love that he wants us to have because without love we're not gonna make it mm. and it, and I'm, i've been hearing that message of this the the abundance mm -hmm. and the 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 joyful uh, the joy in loving and giving love yeah. and, and, and being in a moment where we got to clear these storehouses. Mm -hmm. We got to clear those, these storehouses that we've been building up in our personal lives where we're hoarding blessings and we're hoarding mm -hmm. uh, even this material things. And right. what can you do with them right now? Yeah. It's, it's the perfect time to learn how to save your money and to, to learn how to spend your money. It's a perfect time to, you know, learn how to eat well and, and, mm -hmm. and be, be your best self. But 
it's also the time to see what can I do for my neighbor? What can I do for my family, my friends? Right. What can I be a blessing in? And it is not always money and stuff. Sometimes exactly. it's just a listening ear or a shoulder. Exactly. But we are all, and I, I, I kind of, it, it's been a double-sided thing where the, the positive side is, well, the negative side has been we're not paying attention to how we're gathering. Mm -hmm, we're being yeah. unsafe in how we're gathering. But on the other side, it has forced us to live in a season. Uh, my friend has posted it uh, earlier today. She did a post, shout out to Tanelia, where she said, this is not the season to get everything you want. It's the it's season to understand and appreciate what we have. Uh, yes. And I think that's, that's what this season that's has awesome. given to us, a moment to appreciate our family. Because we, we are seeing people gather who would have never in a million years gathered prior to this. And that's so, where that love piece comes in at. See, yeah. for so long, people have forgotten how to love. Mm -hmm. And so we need to be taught again how right. to love and love from the inside. And like, it's not all always money, material, but just giving a, a, a listening ear and yeah. showing compassion and people. And I see that that's what's happening, what, what needs to happen. It is happening, but it, it's going to be happening even more. And having that foundation of love and, mm -hmm. and, and understanding how to forgive and, and, and to Th those are the things that will teach you how to uh, live in peace or walk in peace and get to the next level and, mm. and, and, and get to the things that, you know, God wants us to do. And um, if we just learn how to love yeah, and, yeah. and understand what love is and act on it, then mm -hmm. I, I think we're going to we're going to be all right. We're going to be I, all right. I'm really. um I'm really excited for you in this book because it sounds like you've lived this and you've seen the full vision of the possibility in it and where it's going. So I always love to talk to authors who who had a plan. Mm -hmm. And it's okay if you if it just came from you and you didn't think about it and it just it was a gift given and you you acted on it, but I love to see an author that has prepared themselves. Mm. what's to come because often you write people write these types of books and they don't really know the significance of it and before they can give um before they can give anything to this they're already on to the next message right mm -hmm. instead of really honing in on this you know the parts of this that are really for people to get uh and that's that comes with writing in within your lane and you're not just writing about something that's interesting or, or popular or writing for just financial gain. Oh yeah. See, yeah, I've seen a you lot know, of that. see, see, you gotta, this is just my, you know, my saying, you know, mm -hmm. you, you gotta mm -hmm. understand that everything is not about money because we do need money to live. Don't get me wrong. But right. my, 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 my feelings or my philosophy is this. If I have this book and I know and I'm I'm listening to you and I'm talking to you and I'm I'm feeling you. I'm seeing your heart. I'm seeing your heart. I'm hearing your heart. And so I have this book and I know that this book can help you. It can heal you. It can get you at least to another step. Then I'm not going to hone in on the fact that, OK, you got to pay me for this book. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, 
if this if if a word if I believe a word from this book can change your life, then I'm not gonna let a person suffer. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. You know, for a dollar. Now, 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 I'm gonna speak for Miss Marcia. I'm gonna say to you, buy her book. Uh, plant a seed and invest yeah, in her. Yeah, I her want ministry. you to plant a seed. I'm not yes. saying that I'm giving away <laughs> free books. <laughs> But I'm just saying the focus, you, you know, you have need. to have balance in your focus. Yes, you know, yes. I, I want I want you all to get this book uh-huh. because it will be a blessing to you and it will help you to grow and also to help others that are in your circle to see yes. the growth in you. So, no, I'm not talking, trying to talk myself out of a sale. OK, <laughs> of a blessing. We're going to call it a blessing, a blessing, a blessing, blessing. A blessing. <laughs> a blessing. Yes, that's the way I'm not trying to talk myself out of a blessing because my blessing is your blessing. Mm-hmm. When you bless somebody else, you be blessed. And so, we're in a season for giving creators their just due. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a person who totally believes it because I'm a creator and I right. know what it feels like to pour your heart into a project or to an uh, object or to your craft. And not feel it, it being received mm-hmm. and not getting a receipt uh, or rece- receiving uh, back from it. But uh, I've really I love conversations like this. And thankfully, and, I've, and I'm so grateful for Miss Johnson for always sending me authors that are about the business of their work. Um, and I want to give a shout out to uh, <laughs> Pat because she is just such a blessing. She has blessed so many people. She's mm-hmm. so sweet. She's so humble, and yeah. she has such a giving spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she connects a lot of people, and I've often told her that I will always be in her circle. I will always mm-hmm. be able. I will always help her in any way that I can because I've seen the realness in her. So I just want to give a shout mm-hmm. out to her. Thank her so much for even connecting me um and and i want to say to you that <laughs> it, you have been such a comfortable person to speak to i feel like i've known you and um <laughs> thank you thank i you. thank you for your platform because mm-hmm. as i said i'm just common folk I'm common folk and, well, and, and being real that's all he dealt with was common folk he didn't deal yeah. with the high and, and lofty so of, I just I thank you so much um, mm-hmm. for the opportunity and um, I'm just looking forward to connecting with you mm-hmm. even further. Um, well, that's what this platform is. It's definitely not just the radio portion of it, but just figuring out how I can further help uh, individuals uh, beyond just selling a book or just pushing a project. But sometimes you. You know, I've I've allowed this platform to take me where God saw fit. Right. When I when I started this a number of years ago, okay. that was the promise that I made to myself that I I wasn't gonna you know make it so about popularity or you know the the hottest hottest person. But yeah. Great content uh, and great individuals and great conversation that really does more than just the status quo, especially of us being artists. We got to, we got to work on our engagement and how Mm -hmm. we're, you know, we take so many resources from our communities in terms of our talents and people mentoring us. And we rarely put anything back. Right. You know, but as an artist, I really want us to begin to put things back uh, and Mm -hmm. plant seeds. Right. So other people can harvest and and pick from that harvest as well. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's really important for us artists to, to maintain our spiritual connections, our right. community connections, and mm-hmm. our self-connection. 
mm-hmm. uh, in, in terms of us moving forward because then we're doing this for nothing. Right. So it's easy to make a couple dollars. It's nothing for you to send that book out to a couple people and get paid from it. But the work that you do and, and that's evangelism. Yeah, you know, that's, definitely. That's, that's evangelism in, in and of itself. So the work that you're doing ministry wise will definitely take you much further than just a book sale. Could You can eat from a book sale, but, yeah. you know, the, the long gone, long ongoing legacy of your right. work lives on. So. Um, I'm really excited. I'm really I'm happy for you. And anything that I can do to help you, um, that's within my power, of course. <laughs> I'll, I'll definitely help okay. you and, and continue to uh, stay in contact um, and let us know, um, again, where we can find the book, how we can purchase the book and where we can find you at on social media. Okay, I'm on Facebook mm-hmm. under Marcia Gathers and I'm on Messenger, Marcia okay. Gathers. Um, there's a link on, and I will repost the link on my page. Um, but, um, HTT, I'm on PayPal. Okay. Um, and then HTTP colon forward slash forward slash P Y dot P L slash B U B S one. So I will, um, repost that. And of course my email is Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, Powers, P-O-W-E-R, 32 at gmail.com. Okay, okay. Okay. And now and um, she's going to send me that information, and I'm going to post it just in case anybody missed it. Um, okay. And again, um, the last question that I normally ask the people as, they, as we transition out of the conversation is, what advice, <clears throat> what advice would you give to your 17-year-old self and what question would you ask to your 100-year-old self? To my what? 70-year-old? 100-year-old self. <laughs> <laughs> I would say my advice would be keep loving and keep learning because I think that you can learn from anybody at any mm-hmm. age. Um, mm-hmm. um, always remember, remember there's still work that you can do. You can still help someone. Um Wisdom is key. Mm. That's what I would say at my 100-year-old self. And what advice would you give to your 17-year-old self? 17-year-old self, just try to be yourself. Mm. Stand on your convictions. Learn from every situation that you're faced with. Mm -hmm. Don't be a crowd pleaser. Believe in yourself and know that there are people out there Mm -hmm. that love you and the things that they can tell you will benefit you in the long run. Don't be so easy to count people off like they don't know anything because they old. Mm -hmm. That's what I would say. I'm a I'm a um a grandma and a great grandma boy. So I know the power in uh listening to our elders mm-hmm. uh, and having that patience. And that's where I was taught to be still. Uh but that was definitely perfect. No, no perfect answers, but that was perfect for me. Um again, I thank you for joining us. Thank you again, Miss Johnson. She's actually on the in the subject. Hey, Miss Pat, I love you. <laughs> uh I love thank you. you. Uh, thank you, Robin. Thank you, Tonia. Everybody that's been listening in. Uh, again, you can find this on you can find this on uh, YouTube. 
as well as Facebook on the Big Exposed Radio page, as well as the uh, Artist Exchange Radio Show page on Facebook. Um, I shared it to our Instagram, our Facebook, um, and it, as well as the YouTube. Go to YouTube, like, share, and subscribe, subscribe to the Big Exposed page. So we're going to say our, uh, we have a couple more minutes in the show, but I'm going to say my goodbyes to Miss Marcia. And again, uh, Send me a message and give me send me the information and I'll definitely uh, stay in touch and I'll post the information as well on how to purchase the book. Okay, and again, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you so <laughs> much. It has been a pleasure, and I look forward to <laughs> speaking and talking with you and connecting with you further. Thank keep you. Keep doing what you're doing. You are doing a great work <laughs> and keep being yourself and hang in there with your book. Don't thank, be discouraged. Well, yeah, everybody going to say it. I'm going to message you. I'm going to tag you with it because this has been a long process. Okay. <laughs> All righty. See you later. All right. Thank you. Have a good night. You too. All right. Bye-bye. So, again, this has been the Artist Exchange. I have a couple more minutes um, that I wanted to go over some things. Again, one, the show comes on every Monday and Friday at 5 p.m. on Big Exposed Radio only on BigExposedRadio.com. Um, if you are looking for a space to start your show, uh, get a show, uh, if you have an idea, if you don't have an idea, come on to us, info at BigExposedRadio.com to start your show. Um, sponsor for the day, uh, Vashtar Blue Jewelry. Come on through every Saturday. Uh, Vashtar Blue Jewelry will be doing a pop-up. Uh, at 36 West 25th Street. So definitely come on out. Some new jewelry every week. I've been working on tons of new stuff. Um, I've been <laughs> hitting up the, the the Amazon, getting new supplies. So come on out. Um, it's always something for everybody. We had our first one this Saturday and it went very well. Um, socially distant. So um, it's it's in an outside area, so it's definitely uh, responsible in that way. Um, please wear your masks uh, because I had to turn away a couple people because they didn't have on their masks. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I want you to come on out, uh, Rashtop Blue Jewelry at RashtopBlueJewelry.com. Um, if you want to shop online, if you're not in the Baltimore area. Um, Again, we have a number of great shows on this station. Definitely stay tuned, stay locked in, uh, and definitely keep on sharing, keep on liking, keep on exposing people to the, what the Artist Exchange is and what Big Exposed Radio is. Um, again, I have two new shows that I'm a part of. I'm doing a morning show out of Atlanta called We Are You Radio, and it's delivering news, hot topic, and questions galore. Uh, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. So if you're on the move in the morning, tune into We Are You Radio. You can find it in your app store, um, and you'll be hearing myself, Miss Jana, George, and Nova on the We Are You Morning Cruise uh, show on We Are You Radio, as well as um, I started a new podcast called Binge Worthy Podcast with myself and George Oliver Button, um, and we'll be doing a, well, we actually are two shows in already. A new show will be released this Tuesday and every Tuesday um, for the first season. We'll go until uh, Christmas for the first season, and then we'll be right back uh, in February with the second season. But we've already had some interesting conversation. We picked various movies and televisions from all over. Um, we expose a lot of hidden gems that are on these streaming networks. Um, and things that we've watched 
uh, independently, and we have a conversation based on the cultural, the historical, and the social value of those shows. And you can find that show on Facebook as well as YouTube. So Facebook, you can go to Binge Worthy Podcast. On Instagram, you can go to Binge Worthy Podcast. Uh, and as, uh, on YouTube, you go to the Artist Exchange uh, YouTube page, and you can find that show there as well. Um, and I'm all about building new content. So if you're looking to start a show and you're kind of in the beginning phases of it, um, hit me up at uh, the Artist Exchange Radio Show at gmail.com, and we can get you a slot here on Big Exposed Radio. Um, and finding some awesome ways to kind of get your voice out there and get your voice heard. I mean, if you're looking for some advertising opportunities, I have them. So come and advertise with us. Hit me up at uh, the Artist Exchange Radio Show at gmail.com. What's that say? I didn't hear it. I don't know what that was. Oh, she said, okay. Oh, she said that. Yes. <laughs> See, I don't know what that was. I said, what was, what was going on? I never heard that one. <laughs> but I'm really um, just being really excited on all the things that are coming up for the Artist Exchange. I've been working on a lot of projects um, and really utilizing this time to just rebuild um, and re reorganize myself as an artist, as a brand, as a radio personality, as a teacher. Um, and I'm giving, sending some love out there to the parents, um, the parents out there who are struggling through this process. It's n- please hold on, you know, ask for help when you need it. Um, I know it's a lot to be uh, all full time with your child, both in school and at home. And they're all, you know, combined right now. But this day encouraged. there are plenty of groups out there on um, Facebook that you can join for parents that are feeling overworked and very underappreciated in this moment. But this, this understand teachers are there for you, but we're limited because we often have multiple students that we have to pay attention to at the same time. But re- ask for help if you need it, you know, from a family member, from a friend, a neighbor, another parent, maybe y'all switch over and your children go over there for a couple days and then they come back to your house for a couple days. But you know, be creative, you know, ask for help, reach outside of yourself if you need the help. I know a lot of, I've been talking to a lot of parents lately and they are over this. We are over this as teachers. <laughs> so I definitely know you're over it, but students stay encouraged. You know, I have, you know, four nieces who are students, so I understand the struggle, um, but you know, they're getting through it, you know, but it's possible. So um, without further ado, this has been the Artist Exchange Radio Show every Monday and Friday at 5 p.m. only on BigSposeRadio.com. You know, all you got to do is subscribe and you'll get the bell every time. You'll get a notification every time the show comes on. So thank you again. Peace out, everybody. Be safe. All that good jazz. Thank you, Miss Patricia Johnson. Send me some more. I want to talk to some more authors. I haven't been reading uh, any good books lately. So uh, peace out. Bye-bye.